Thanks for listening. Join us now for Perry and Shauna Replay from 89.3 Moody Radio. Smitty is with us. <laughs> no, not Michael W. Smith. Colin Smith. Colin Smith is a senior pastor of the Orchard Evangelical Free Church, and he's the founder and teaching pastor of Unlocking the Bible. He's authored several books, and his preaching ministry is shared around the world. He has got a deep conviction that the entire Bible story is about God's work of redemption of man through Jesus Christ, and this conviction has led him to launch Open the Bible. It's an event hosted by Unlocking the Bible. And it's an opportunity for you and me to take an extended journey through its pages to get a full picture of its message. We can join Pastor Colin on October 16th for this virtual event. Colin, what can we expect from this event? Well, it's going to be a big picture overview of the Bible, a kind of introduction to the whole story. I find that a lot of folks know some stories from the Bible, you know, the story of Jonah, the story of David and Goliath. But sometimes people have not seen that the Bible itself is actually one big story. It begins in a garden, it ends in a city, all the way through it's about Jesus Christ. And a little bit like uh, if you go on vacation to an area you've never been before, another part of the country or another part of the world. It's a good idea just to get an overview of what is there here for me to explore. And once you know what's there, then you're able to make the best use of the time that you have to uh, discover what's in that area that you're now visiting. Well, in the same way, it's really helpful to get the big picture of what the Bible is all about, what its story is, its beginning, its middle and its end. And after doing that, I think people are in a better position position, not only to explore more of the Bible for themselves, but also to be able to encourage others to open the Bible with them as well. So I came across this Bible passage, Colin, and to me it it connects right in with the whole story of the Bible. Hosea 6.2, it says, After two days he will revive us. On the third day he will restore us, that we may live in his presence. Oh, I love that. I love that because it gets to life and life in the presence of God. And one of the things that I find myself saying uh, very often to folks is the Bible is much more than information. If folks think it's simply, you know, I've got to learn more about this book. But when folks come to see this is how I get to know God, this is how God has made himself known. And therefore, this is how I find life. Jesus said, I have come that you may have life and have it to the full. And how are we going to get that? Well, it's God who gives us that life, and we find it in coming to know him. So I I love that verse that you've quoted, because it points us in that direction. Why open the Bible? Because in this way, we're coming to know God, and in this way, we're going to receive everything that we need for life. Yeah. And in Luke 24, you know, Jesus is, as you know, explaining to the disciples the Hebrew scriptures, and he says, this is what is written, that Christ will suffer and rise from the dead on the third day, and repentance and forgiveness of sins will be preached to all nations beginning at Jerusalem. And that passage in Hosea just made me think, I think that's also pointing to the resurrection of Jesus. And again, that's Hosea 6, let's see here, 6-2. After two days, he will revive us. On the third day, he will restore us that we may live in his presence. 
Yeah, that's right. And that's at the very centre of the Bible story, that what we have here is is more than a set of doctrines. It's more than a way of life. At the very centre, the Bible presents us with a person, Mm -hmm. and he is a living person, our Lord Jesus Christ, and nobody can ultimately avoid him, and life is found in him. And so from beginning to end, the, the whole of the Bible is presenting us and pointing us to this Lord Jesus Christ. People who lived before him are saved by faith that looks forward to him. And we who live after the time of the coming of the Lord Jesus into the world, we we look back to what he has accomplished and look up to where he is in heaven and look forward to the day when he's going to come again. So the Bible introduces us to Jesus and Jesus brings us life. And that's why we want people to open the Bible and to encourage others to open the Bible with them. Well, we hope we've whetted your appetite for this online live event. It's called Open the Bible. Colin Smith is going to take you through the Bible and show you how it's one beautiful story of redemption. Yeah, and to get connected, head to openthebible.org. You can register right there for the event at openthebible.org. Yeah, openthebible.org slash open can take you straight there. And the event is October 16th from 11 to 2 Eastern Time, 11 to 2 Eastern Time. So you can sign up for that and watch it live. But if you don't see it live, it'll be there on demand as well. So hope that makes sense. Unlockingthebible.org slash open. Tell us your faith story. How did you come to know Jesus? How did that happen for you? Yeah. Well, I was blessed to be brought up in a Christian family. And so I came to faith in the Lord Jesus Christ very simply and early on in life as a child. And I often reflect on where would I have been today if that had not happened. One of the kindnesses of God in bringing people to himself early in life seems to me that we're kept from many things that our sinful hearts would otherwise have taken us to for sure. And and so I'm very, very grateful grateful for that. I wanted to be a pastor from early in life, Mm. and I've been doing that since I was in my 20s, and I've had the privilege of serving two churches, one in London and one here now in Chicago, and that's been the story of our lives, and we have been very blessed to be able to do these things. So you grew up, you know, really knowing Jesus and knowing the living Jesus and recognizing He's alive, mm-hmm. and I'm sure that that just grew through the years, you know, as you, as you matured in your faith. So, but, you know, at the core of who we are as human beings, we're fallen, we're broken, we're sinners. So right. when you grow up that way and you have an experience with Jesus and you're following him, how do you come to that awareness that, hey, I really do need a Savior when you've grown up in an environment where, you know, You haven't fallen into those sins that are not just Sunday school sins. Yeah. Well, I mean, you you, you don't need to get yourself sort of immersed in every kind of the worst gross behavior in order to know that your own heart leads you away from the things of God and is fundamentally self-centered and rebellious. I mean, I think the, the reality of that ought to be evident to any person 
who seriously thinks about their own life and about their own heart. And certainly, once we begin to get to know um, uh, anything about God at all, we're going to begin to discover ourselves. When we get to know ourselves, we get to know that we're not what God calls us to be. You only need to look at the teaching of Jesus for that to be very clear to someone even who's been brought up in, in a Christian family. My pastor said to me in my early 20s, and, and this has stayed with me, he, he, you know, I said, give me your advice for going forward in, in, in these next years. And he said, you know, everything that comes out of you is going to be an overflow of what goes into you. And so you're going to need to drip feed the Word of God mm. into you so that there's going to be light coming into you, life coming into you. So you're going to have something to give to others. Because if that doesn't happen, you're going to run yourself empty, you're going to run yourself dry, and uh, you're going to end up living at an element of, of fake and of pretending. Reality comes as you try to walk with God and seek to do that to the best of your ability on a daily and on a regular basis. Now, none of us does that perfectly, but that's the life that we pursue and it's a very wonderful thing to walk with God and to come to know God is a tremendous blessing where did this personal passion for scripture and the word of God come from there's got to be like a story there right of of you (laughs) impact of you coming in contact with the word of God and it doing a work that you said I'm going to live for this I'm going to I'm going to make this my focus. Well, I'll tell you one story that really shaped my conviction, Shauna. I met at a conference a guy by the name of Tony Howarth. I'd never met him before. We were just two guys at a conference who happened to sit down at the same table at lunch. And it turned out that he had given his career to reaching a tribal group of people in northern Thailand. I thought, oh, this guy's going to have a fascinating story. So over lunch, he told me about how he'd met this tribal chief, how he'd been invited to come and make his home amongst these people, how he had built his own home. He had learnt their language. He had written it for the very first time. I mean, it's an extraordinary story. And after listening to this for a while, I, I, I said to him, so how in the world, Tony, do you go about bringing the gospel to people who don't even know who God is? And he said, we tell them the Bible story. Now, that has been absolutely life-shaping for me because I I think in America today, we have a vast and increasing number of people who really have lost a sense of knowledge of who God is and don't even have the categories of God and of sin and of the need of a savior and so forth. How does that get built into a person's life? Well, I think we need to take a page and a lesson from pioneer missionaries who've been doing this for a very long time and to find ways of taking people through the Bible story, because the Bible story itself actually gives us the building blocks for what we might call a worldview that helps us to understand who God is, who we are, who Jesus is, why we need him, what he offers, what he's able to do for us today. So that's what we want to do for people. Give them the big picture of the Bible story and then equip Christians to bring that big picture of the Bible story to others who may desperately need to know the God of the Bible, but 
really don't know where to begin. And the place to begin is with Christian believers getting the sense of, you know, I could open the Bible with someone else. Wouldn't that be a wonderful thing if we could see hundreds and thousands of believers who say, yeah, this is something I could do. Who is there in your life that needs to know the God of the Bible and might be willing to open the Bible with you if you ask them. And our folks are finding that a surprisingly easy ask. There are more people interested in discovering something about the Bible than many Christians would imagine. Bible teacher Colin Smith, you can hear him every weekday morning at 9, which is right after our show here on 89.3. And Colin makes such a great point that we've lost our story We've lost our story in this country, the story of God, the story of the Bible, because the Bible, it tells us the really real, you know, Mm -hmm. what's really real. It tells us there is a God who created the heavens and the earth, and it tells us who this God is, and it tells us who we are, broken, flawed, sinful, but dearly loved. And it tells us why we're here. We're here not to destroy the world, but through Jesus Christ the center of the whole story of the Bible, through Jesus Christ, we can become life givers to the world. We've lost our story, and here's a way to regain it, to learn the one story of the Bible, and to be able to share it with others. Yeah, and like we talked about yesterday, when we dive into Scripture, when we read the Bible regularly, we come to greater awareness of who God is. We come to greater awareness of who we are and our purpose, and it's that it's all it all plays into that grand story. Those are all elements of the grand story. So if you'd like to be a part of Open the Bible, um, you can register today at openthebible.org. And it's going to be from 11 to 2. It's on a Saturday. And here's the coolest thing about this. You can watch it live on that Saturday. But if that doesn't work for you, you will have that material once you've registered. So after it's aired, it'll be available to you to watch when it's convenient for you. So to register, go to openthebible.org. And again, this is Colin Smith walking you through the one story of the Bible so that you know it and you can grow and that you can pass it on. So our country is going through just crazy stuff. The pandemic, Mm -hmm. job loss, financial struggles, people losing their jobs, depression, crime, suicide, the woke culture. How can understanding the Bible help us in this, I want to say, hurricane kind of time? Yeah, well, the the great issue with all the pressures that we're facing, and you're right, they are so many. The great issue is how are we going to stand up? How are we going to endure? And Jesus says, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. So what Jesus is saying is we we all know for sure that we can't go very long without some food going into our stomachs. Our bodies depend on being regularly nourished. And in the same way, Jesus is saying, to get through life with all of the relentless pressures that are going to keep coming at you, here's what you're going to need to do. Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. So you've listed a long list of pressures that are intense 
on each and every one of us, and there would be others that could be added to the list. And what Jesus is saying is that the way that we stand up, the way that we're able to find comfort and strength and life and hope and faith and all that we need to live in the realities of this world is through every word that comes from the mouth of God getting into our minds and into our hearts. So drip feeding the word of God into a person's life, that's the way to be able to stand and to endure in all of the pressures that we're facing. Bible teacher Colin Smith, you can hear him every day after Perry and Shauna mornings. And it's interesting that these things that are going on in our world right now, and just the craziness and the and the hardships, it should drive us to God's Word. Mm-hmm. But another camera angle is God is bringing this shaking to help us to rely on God's Word. Mm-hmm. You know, because, because when things are going well, we may not want to go to God's Word as much. I think of Deuteronomy 8.3. It's, it's so often been encouraging to me. It says, He humbled you, God humbled you, causing you to hunger and thirst, and then feeding you with manna, which neither you nor your forefathers had known, to teach you that man does not live, people don't live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. So in other words, God sent them into the desert to cause them to rely on him Mm -hmm. and his word. And he sends us into the desert because he does his best work in the desert in us. Absolutely. And I love I love the term drip feed. We just need the scripture drip feeded into us, you know, regular daily intake of who God is, who we are, what's going on, big picture. And so Colin Smith is offering this open the Bible um, opportunity to see the big picture. You know, I think sometimes it can just be intimidated if you don't have a regular practice of reading God's word. Um, It can be intimidating to go there on your own. And so this is going to give us uh, a better understanding of the whole story and the big picture and our role in it. So this is an online event that's available to you and me. It's completely free. It's from 11 to 2 on October 16th. And after it has aired, you can watch it live on the 16th, of course, but after it's aired, it'll be available on demand. So if you register today, whether you get to do it on the 16th or after, you'll have all of this material available to you. And you can register at openthebible.org. That's openthebible.org. I'm wondering if you have, I've had this curiosity for some time, I knew we were going to be talking with you today. I'm wondering if you have an American accent. If you can do, <laughs> if you can pretend you're American. I you're absolutely no. I cannot do that. I'm sorry. I have to disappoint you on that. Oh. Um, I, I I'm completely unable to do that. Now, radio hosts sometimes attempt to impersonate my Scottish accent. So if you <laughs> would like to do that, then have at it and fire away. But I'm certainly not going to attempt to impersonate you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Are you comfortable with? the word darn you could say just say darn it 
<laughs> of all the things. I, are you trying to mentor me in speaking over the radio? I love it. <laughs> I am proud of you, Colin, for sticking to your guns, being who you are. This is how it comes out. This is there authentically you, you. Own it. I love it. Well, you know, folks say to me from time to time, they're kind, you know, they'll say in a store or whatever when you're checking out, oh, I love your accent. And my response to that is, well, I'll keep practicing. <laughs> That's great. That is great, but I still think think you need to work on that American accent. (laughs) (laughs) So there are Christ followers, you know, Barna study found that 58% of Americans said they wish they read the Bible more. And there are Christ followers who are like, I'm so 100% in, yes, I'm for Jesus. The one God is my God, all about it. Go to church every Sunday. You know, that's my religion is Christianity. But you just don't get how busy my life is. Like, you know, I am a young mom, maybe a single mom, up during the night, working all day. Uh, I'm the CEO of such and such. You don't understand the life demands on me. I just, I just can't make a practice of sitting and reading scripture every day. Speak to that person. Yeah. yeah well, what I would say to that person is just start very simply. Don't make this in your mind some kind of overwhelming task. I understand the person that says, I don't have an hour and a half to to sit in the morning and so forth and so on. But you could take 10 minutes. You could find in your day 10 minutes. And if you were to take 10 minutes to read a few verses of Scripture and then to look to find one truth, one thought, one promise that you would just hide in your heart and hold on to and return to in in your mind and in your memory and feed on, that would over time have a wonderfully enriching effect in your life. So um, my encouragement is just get started. Don't don't be intimidated. And that, of course, is what we want to do with Open the Bible. We just want to give people a sense of their way around Scripture and get them started so that they can get immersed in the Word of God and receive the benefit that's in it. I know you've been away from the UK for some time, but I have to believe that you have a sense of what's going on there in terms of the faith. You know, we know that that the UK is further down the road, probably with post-Christian than the US is, but what's your sense of what the Lord Jesus may be creating anew there? Oh, that's a wonderful question. Thank you for it. I'm actually very encouraged with what I see the Lord doing in the UK. It is on a very small scale, but actually I think that there is a vigor a faith, a commitment, a sense of venture among many believers in the UK that is greater than when we left the country 25 years ago and came over here. And one of the reasons for that, I believe, is that over time, people who have faith in name only have kind of been washed out of the church. If they didn't really believe, they lost interest and stopped going. And so at some point, you get to a place where 
The numbers are much lower than they were in previous years. But those who are left really do love Jesus and really do have a genuine walk with him. And at that point, you begin to have people saying, you know what? We're, uh, we're going to give ourselves to some more prayer. Uh, we, we're going to commit ourselves. We, we see the urgency of the hour and the need. And we really do believe that God is able to do great things and more than even we ask or think. And so why don't we think about opening the Bible with some other folks? Why don't we think about planting a church and so forth and so on? And in many parts of the country, Christians are more united than perhaps 25 years ago when there was more emphasis on what made us different. Now the number is 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 so small that people tend to to come closer together. So some of these things have been great encouragements, and it may be that in God's kindness over these next years, we may see some of these good things happening here in the U.S. as well. I hope and pray that that will be the case. Okay, here's my takeaway. Like, you may not have the opportunity to set aside two or three years and go to seminary and dive into a, you know, getting a degree. <laughs> but you don't have to. There are opportunities like the one that Pastor Colin Smith is making available to us on October 16 to to get a more um, big picture view of what's going on in Scripture, to better understand what's happening there. And, you know, most of us probably can't go off to seminary, but... I also, what stands out to me from today's show is that people are interested in what the Bible has to say. People in general are interested in what the Bible has to say. I am, you are. And so we can invite other people to read the word of God with us and we don't have to have all the answers. The Bible is the answers, right? So we can step in together with our questions and read together and be curious and learn and grow. And that's what following Jesus is all about. Mm -hmm. I mean, the disciples weren't the educated. They weren't the ones with the degrees. They were fishermen and tax collectors and whatnot, right? But what qualified them for an incredible dynamic ministry, world-changing ministry, is that they spent time with Jesus. Mm-hmm. And that's the invitation of reading the Bible is just spend time with Jesus. That's where you get all the equipping that you need to do things that would just like so far exceed our imagination. I think that God can't reveal to us what he is going to do in and through us because it would freak us out and we'd go back to fishing. Right. But yeah, I just, I feel like the big takeaway is not to be intimidated by scripture, but to just be willing to wade in, step in, get your feet wet. We have this idea of leave it to the professionals. You know, you're talking about going to seminary, right? Leave it to the professionals. And we need to just jettison that kind of thinking. Mm-hmm. I'm grateful for, you know, really gifted Bible teachers. I am. But I just heard one of these really gifted Bible teachers say, I'm not the pastor of this church. You are. He pointed to everybody there. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the disciples spent three years with the Son of God. Right. I'd rather go to that school. Day in and day out, right? Not yeah. just not just showing up for class, you know, pen and pencil in hand, but like yeah, just spending that um kind of unwatched time with him. And we all have that opportunity to just spend time with God. We do it when we open up the word of God and we read in that way. There's definitely definitely instruction in that. But God doesn't waste teaching time. He teaches us when we are sitting down and eating with people. He teaches us when we're on our commute. You know, he teaches us when 
something crappy all of a sudden happens. Somebody cuts you off, you know, and you're just irritated and you got to deal with that. And you recognize that you are spending time with Jesus and he's with you and it's a teachable moment. And he's like, hmm, let's, <laughs> let's just talk about that. What's a different way? You know, maybe you don't want that guy behind you, the guy who just cut you off. Maybe it's better that he's in front of you. Bless him on his way. You mm-hmm. know, there's just constant teaching opportunities in walking out this life with Jesus. And there are so many ways to become equipped apart from seminary. Mm-hmm. And like right now, media, it, it's incredible that I'm just going to throw that out there. Check that out right now, media. And then, you know, like if you don't have enough time, I want to encourage this this daily devotional called, it's an, it's an app, Lectio 365. Big fan. You can listen to it. You can read it, but you can also just listen to it. So if you're a commuter, it'll take 10, maybe 11 minutes of your time to listen to this audio and just come right into the presence of God. Just encourage you. Spend time with the Lord. Changes you. Thanks for listening to Barry and Shauna Replay. To learn more, text us at 800-968-8930. That's 800-968-8930.